0: And all of a sudden, my sister-in-law that came with her and showed her where to go, said, "Anne, are you crazy? I said, well, I don't think so. <laughs> and she said, you don't even recognize your own mother?
1: Welcome, my friends, to The Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservations. Anne's mother left the family when Anne was just a little girl. So it's not surprising that she didn't recognize her mom later in life. What might surprise you, though, is how she came to love the one who abandoned her.
0: Mom had left six of us kids when, uh, when she left Dad. My youngest brother was two years old, and my oldest sister was 13, and I was in the middle. She left when I was about, I must have been five, because I went to school when I was five years old. And uh I used to get sort of a funny feeling, like when children talked about their mums. <laughs> well, I had no mum to, to speak of, so I know I had a mother somewhere, but where I didn't even know her. <laughs> and uh a number of years back, she came to find us when we lived in Panoka. I left that part out, I guess. I was now 21 years old, and I had my first baby boy when she came to find me. And I didn't recognize her. When she walked in the door with my sister-in-law, I thought to myself, where have I seen this woman before? It seems like I had seen her somewhere, but if my life depended on it, I couldn't, I couldn't remember where, where I had seen her. And my little boy was crawling on the floor. I had spread a quilt on the floor and he was crawling already. He was crawling around on the floor and all of a sudden she, she bent down and grabbed him and took him on her lap and I saw tears in her eyes. And I thought, what's the matter with this woman? Maybe she lost the baby or something. She wasn't old then, you know. But she put him on her lap and started talking. And and all of a sudden, my sister-in-law that came with her and showed her where to go said, "Anne, are you crazy? I said, well, I don't think so. <laughs> and she said, you don't even recognize your own mother? Just out of the blue like that, you know. I was so flabbergasted. I was I was dumbfounded. I didn't know what to say. I just said, my mother, my mother, you know, and that's all I said. I didn't know what the lady expected or my mother, but I didn't get up or throw my arms around her or anything like that. I just looked at her, and she was crying, so it didn't affect me. I was, I don't know, hard-hearted or something. I don't know. (laughs) not as soft-hearted as I am now, not, not at that time. Anyway, she came back to, to visit quite often, and then she looked for my other brothers and sisters. One sister lived not too far away, so she looked for her and found her also. And after that, she came back every few years to visit me. I got to know her, and after I became a Christian, I got to love her and forgive her. As a matter of fact, I kept her when she was unable to do things for herself. I kept her th- the last four years of her life. I heard she was unable to look after herself on Saddle Lake Reserve, so I went and got her. And I kept her at home. I was working at the time, so I, I still work. Between times, I looked after her but she lived right with me and my children were all gone then. And I kept her until she died. She died of a stroke in 1989. She was 96 years old when she died. Well, at the time I first heard about salvation was in a a little church in uh, Sundry. A man came to my house and invited me to church. He brought a book with him that was the Bible and he gave it to me. When we were in the residential school we were told never to accept a man into our houses that came with a black book. So I was sort of nervous to to take it from him but I accepted it anyway. And he asked me to go to if I ever went to church I said no. So he invited me to the church there. He said they accept anyone that that goes to church. They don't turn anybody away. So I went to church in Sundry. But what really made me understand about salvation was that that special Sunday I went to church there was a group of uh Bible students from the Berean Bible College in Calgary. And they were giving their testimonies. Of course, I didn't know anything from a testimony to any, from anything else. But I saw them go up to the front and speak and, and they told them about what Jesus had done in their lives and, and they were so sure that they were saved. They were so certain because I heard them say that when when they die, they'll be on their way to heaven because their sins are forgiven. And I thought to myself, how can you be so sure that your sins are forgiven? How can you be so certain that you're on your way to heaven? And all these questions kept whirling in my mind. But, of course, I never asked anybody. I went back home and Sometimes I'd open that book and read it. I didn't understand too much of it because it was, it was the old King James uh, version of the Bible. And, uh, I, when I began to read it, I read it from the beginning. I started with Genesis. Of course, I didn't know that was the book of Genesis either, but, uh, I didn't understand too much of it. I understood that God made the world and all this and that, like they told us in the residential school. But I didn't understand anything else. Even when I read the Bible, it was such archaic English or old English that I didn't understand too much of it. So I'd give it up and put the book away and and go on from there. And then we moved again to, to a different place, uh, at a place called Westrose near Pigeon Lake. And one Sunday I was home alone and my husband was out drinking somewhere, I don't know where, but he used to drink a lot. And I, uh, turned the radio on. I was just fiddling around with the stations, looking for something I could listen to. It must have been a Sunday because I heard this gospel broadcast. I didn't know it was a gospel broadcast, but I I listened to it. The man was speaking in the Cree Indian language. And at the time I didn't understand the Cree Indian language like I do now because I grew up with the English language. It was something different to listen to this man speaking the Cree language. I've heard it, and I understood some words, but I couldn't speak it. Towards the end of the program, he must have told the plan of salvation, but it didn't get to me at the time. But towards the end of the program, he said, uh, Jesus said that him that cometh unto me, I will in no eyes cast out, and he said the chapter and the verse in Cree, is John six thirty seven, the latter part of it. So after the program was over, the broadcast, I uh, I took the Bible down from the shelf and I started reading it again, and I found this John six thirty seven. I found the chapter and the verse, and I read it. And sure enough, that's what it said. So I thought to myself, if I come to this man, will he accept me just as I am, just like the, the way the man said? And uh, I kept thinking on that. After a while, I, I got down on my knees because at the residential school, when when we prayed, we got down on our knees. So I got down on my knees by the radio, I don't remember the exact words, but I I begged the Lord to forgive my sin. I knew I was a sinner. So I thought if this man would receive me, the man Jesus, and If I come to him and ask him for forgiveness, he won't turn me away. So that's what I did. When I knelt down, I asked him to forgive my sins and that I would try to live for him. And I think that's all I said. So I got back up off my knees and sat down and read the Bible. I didn't get too much of it still. I, again I started from Genesis and I, after a while I thought to myself, I wish I had someone to teach me to understand this book. And I, I didn't know there was such a thing as Christians anywhere close by. But the school teacher from the fallen school was, uh, of Mrs. Lillian Pegg, she was a neighbor. Shortly after, a couple of days or so, Mrs. Lillian Pegg came to me and started uh, witnessing to me, I guess it was. But I didn't know what she was witnessing, talking about Jesus and asking me if I was a Christian and if I ever accepted the Lord as my Savior. And I told her what I had done. And she invited me to church. And that's where I got grounded in the word of the Lord. I began to learn more and more. I went to the Baptist church there on the highway. It's still there today. And it's still in use, that little church on the highway 13, going towards Pigeon Lake.
1: Have you come to Jesus Christ? Anne did because she wanted to be forgiven. She opened her Bible to John 6:37 and read his words Whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. It doesn't matter who you are or what you've done. If you will come to Jesus His way, He will not turn you away. My friend, we all need God's forgiveness. We all need to be saved. And there's only one way, through faith in Jesus Christ. God tells us in His Word, There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. If you would like to know more, please visit our website withoutreservation.com and click on the tab New Life. You can also write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota 56619. That's The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota 566. Our phone number is 877-766-4648. That's 877-766-4648. We're also on Facebook at Without Reservation. Missed a program or want to listen again? You can download our app and take the storyteller with you. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross... For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Friends, there's more to Anne's story, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.